1: You know how fast you're going? What? How fast
0: how you're going? going?
1: I don't know. Ten? Eight.
2: Be advised, this is an explicit podcast, so if you're easily offended, get your panties twisted into a knot. Turn this off before you get butthurt and mad, start to cry, have to run to your safe space. All opinions are those of the host and his guest, and do not reflect the opinions of any government agency. Welcome to Motor Cop Chronicles Podcast. As usual, your host, the Iceman. We have a guest in a clubhouse tonight, the Tomcat. Well, shit, I hope he keeps his claws in because he's not like he's pissed off. How are you doing tonight, Tomcat? Doing very well. How are you doing, Tomcat? Iceman. Yes, do not use my real name. I know it's hard for you. I'm going to ask you a couple questions like I always ask everyone. I didn't warn them as usual, like I don't warn anybody.
3: I guess it's better that way. Huh?
2: I don't want you to be able to think about it ahead of time. My first question is going to be, what is your favorite movie?
3: Of all time? Yes. Probably Dawn of
2: the Dead, 2004. Oh, he's a zombie person like we are. That's good. What is your favorite drink? Crown Royal Vanilla and Diet Cherry Dr. Pepper. Okay. To mix together? Oh, yeah. That's different. Are you a 10-mile-an-hour or a 15-mile-an-hour guy? Ten. 10. And what is your favorite place to eat? Um,
3: I eat just about everything. So that's kind of hard to tell. But uh, in on a good day, in the, in the mood, I like I like the Mexican
2: Tex Mex places like that. He's like an alley cat. He's just out not anything. round <laughs> And your favorite TV show? Um, I like
3: Fear Thy Neighbor. I ain't never heard of that TV show. It's on Investigative Discovery. Oh. You have to catch up on, you know, the, the, the modern
2: times here. Comedy or something like that. Now. Yours must be Top Gun, Ice huh? Iceman? No, no. My favorite TV show is Deputy. Oh, okay. Have you yeah. seen that? I've seen a couple episodes. It's it's fucking awesome. You need to watch it. Why
3: do, why do cops watch cop stuff? I, I
2: mean... No, it's about a cop... A deputy that becomes the sheriff, but he still got the deputy mentality. You see what I'm saying? Oh yeah, yeah. it's kind of
3: like reverse with you, huh?
2: Yes, yes. Not the sheriff. Never will be because <laughs> I'm not running for shit. I don't want that job. So, when did you start your law enforcement career? That's a long time. Because probably yeah. before Jesus. No, it was about about time Godzilla was a lizard. But late '80s. In fact, I went to the academy in '88. Been doing it a long time, so you ought to have some pretty interesting stories to tell. I know, I know you did. If I remember correctly, you went into tried Motors for a very, very little short stint. I don't know, like what it was like forty-five seconds or something. like that. Not even that long. I
3: I had even put in the letter, and I was going the <laughs> next day, and I was like no way no way <laughs> cuz the the agency I was employed you know you, all you had was a motorcycle you didn't have a unit and a motorcycle and when it rained you rode when it was cold you rode and when it was hot you still rode and uh i mean my hats off to you guys that that do ride motorcycles for a living that's that's a long time to be on a motorcycle and people just don't see you you know and, well, you know where I'm coming from. You went yeah. down a few times.
2: Even when you're fat, they still don't see you. That is true. So tell me about one of your funny stories, because I know you got to have a lot of them being from down store area. Well, it,
3: I'll, I'll say funny, but this one was basically, it was funny, but it really wasn't funny. Um, it was a Friday night. That's when both both squads would work. Because we worked four tens, and on Fridays everybody worked, so we uh we got a call, and it was in a compartment complex, and the uh, officers already arrived, and I was pulling up for, you know, backup, because it was somebody called us a bunch of screaming and yelling and all this going on in the apartment above them, so uh, the lead officer was going up the stairs and. That, that officer had a trainee, which was following right behind him. They got up about six or seven stairs and noticed that all the windows were busted out of the this particular bedroom in the apartment, and uh, many blinds were hanging out. As soon as they reached that six or seventh step, all they heard was this blood curdling scream. Hey y'all, I'm gonna kill you! And they just ran ran back down the stairs and we called for backup and uh they had more units pouring in well there was blood everywhere the lead officer i'm gonna call him m said man i just saw this guy he's just covered in blood screaming hollering there's blood all you could see it and i grabbed a shotgun out the unit and i was just covering like the front of the apartment in case this guy came out, you know, with a gun or something, and uh, about that time, the cavalry showed up. So while I was watching, the upstairs—you know—it was the upstairs apartment. I think I already said that, but this was the window in the living room, and all of a sudden, this this loud crash came through the glass, and it was a turned out to be a long black pole. And it just kept coming. I thought it was a, a gun barrel at first. And I was about to, you know. Was it his dick? No. Uh, because it was about eight feet. <laughs> <laughs> I was just checking. If you know something I don't uh <laughs> but uh so I I didn't shoot the shotgun at the guy, and anyway, he pulled it back in and the other side came out, and it was it was actually a coat rack, but the the bottom of it where the legs was out, and he smashed all the windows. So when he went back in, and it, it got it got definitely quiet. I mean, you could hear a mouse fart in a cotton ball. And um, that's when the lieutenant was standing out there, and then he was talking to Officer M, and uh, Officer M was on the SWAT team, but he was actually a hostage negotiator. Well, we didn't know who was in the apartment, what this guy was doing, or if somebody was in there hurt. So I'm standing there with the shotgun, and uh, next thing you know, they walk up to me, and they said, well, we can't wait for SWAT. You know, we got to go in. We got to in case somebody's hurt, yada, yada. And uh, we're going to kick the door down. You got the shotgun. If this guy has something in his hand, you got to shoot him. And they all had on the little blue gloves and, you know, (laughs) EMS is waiting in the parking lot. So I'm like, yeah, you know, no problem. <laughs> and we go up there and kick the door in, and it, it it was great. The guy was passed out inside by the couch, but he did have a butcher knife in his hand, but he was out. So we cleared out the apartment. Come to find out, the guy's dad passed away like a day or two before. The doctor prescribed him some, uh, what they call them things, uh antidepressants yeah that's it prescribed him some antidepressants and he was visiting a couple that was actually leasing the apartment and they were all doing cocaine and drinking and I guess all this just flipped him out and while all this is going on they're driving through the apartment complex the couple that's renting the complex and you know they don't even stop and go hey uh, you know we know what's going on or what but um after we got him to the hospital and everything, he was all right. And, and I just think it's kind of funny, the fact that when you when you're on on duty and you're out there, you know you may have to use deadly force, but you know when when they they point at you and we're going through the door, but you got to shoot him. <laughs> it's kind of like after everything's over, you're like, wow, you know. But and you glad you didn't have to shoot him, Yeah. Um, because it'd have been a mess. Cause it, it double lot buck and close range, and so
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'd have been guts and shit everywhere. Right, and so the moral of your stories don't use cocaine and antidepressants at the same time, and alcohol, and alcohol, and alcohol. It makes you crazy. It made him crazy, it, it,
3: and like I said, he didn't have any record of any kind of criminal history or nothing like that. It's
2: just one of them things. It's, Divine intervention or something. Well, me and Tomcat worked together for a very, a short time. We were partners, unfortunately. But well, we, we should have been partners longer, because we were shorthanded, and so we wasn't working together at the same time. But we, we got to work together for a little bit. Remember the? I think the old fella done committed suicide since then. Unfortunately, but yeah, he was a a second call I ever went in the department working with you. That little man got the pistol whip shit beat out of him by his son, right after he pointed the gun at his wife. Yes, that's just He, he, <laughs> the, the son just didn't pistol whip shit out of his old daddy. The the dad was uh, intoxicated, had a pistol, had it pointed the pistol at, the his wife's head. The son came in, saw it, and ended up taking the pistol away from the dad after dad pointed the pistol at the son. And son proceeded to whoop the shit out of him with the pistols. Man had cuts all over his face and shit like that. Yeah, and I know you were in there doing the crime scene, et cetera, and all
3: that. And I was out there while they were loading up the old man, you know, in the ambulance to bring him to the hospital. And I think he had to come to Jesus meeting about that time because you know we had to issue him the summons for the ag assault. And you no, know, no, no, I deserve it. I deserve it. You know, I think it sobered him up very quick.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, he and the case, let's I don't talk about open cases. This one's closed. Like I said, unfortunately, a man did have some type of alcohol problem and then up killing himself, but uh, he ended up pleading guilty. I actually got subpoenaed to court on it, but he pled out. Well, we I charged his son also, after speaking to a captain, and time he was outside, He'll, I just explained to him. I said, "Look, but I said I, we have to arrest you, and book you, we have somebody come get bond you out." And he proceeded to look at me and said, "Well, I'm not going to jail." Well, that's the wrong fucking answer. I said, hey, <laughs> "Yeah, you're going to jail, buddy." Oh no, I'm not. So all right, I said, "I'm getting old now, so my my vision." Close up for reading isn't very well. I see fine at a distance. I just can't like read driver's license and shit like that. I need glasses. So I took my glasses off, put my tablet down on the bar area right there, and looked up at the guy and said, well, I said, it's going to go one of two ways. You're going to go the easy way or the hard way, but you're going to go to jail. I said, but just let me let you know right now. I said I'm not your daddy. I said I'm going to beat the fuck out of you before you go arrest you, you understand me, right? Yeah. And he he looked at me. Thought about it for about 2 seconds, turned around and put his hands behind his back. So at least I didn't have to fight that just dumb kid. I say kid, he thinks in his mid to late 30s or something like that, but yeah. Yeah, he was he, I guess he realized he was going to go to jail either way, but he was going to make a pass by the emergency room. Yeah, he was going to go to jail. Not fucked up, or fucked up. He preferred to not fucked up, which was happy with me too, since then I had less so I had to write. Right, and you got to realize he probably you know well that's the best, best way because I'm gonna end up there anyway. You know. Yeah. So I can't remember that dude's name. The other call we had, the uh, first thing, first, first time I was working with you. It was around the fourth of July or something and fuckers oh, were popping man. in fireworks and that this is <laughs> That ass clown there.
3: <laughs> yep. I can't remember his name either, but I can see his face right now. And
2: First call I get out there, next thing I know, he's calling the captain on me. <laughs> I think he called I think he called the sheriff. Oh I, no, he, he went and saw the sheriff like two days later. But uh, but that night while we were there, he called the captain. Who was on vacation out of state at the time. Oh, he, yeah. Yeah. He wasn't happy with the captain. Told <laughs> and all this was people. All this was about this, this stupid motherfucker call because he had these kids shooting fireworks in, into a creek that he thought he owned by his house. Right. And the creek was full of water, which he was afraid it was going to catch something on yeah, fire. Full of water. Just one of them people that's paying the ass. Things... They own the street, they own the ditch, they own the air around the ditch, and everything else. Yeah, and they want you to, you know, let them know
3: that that, that is true at the time, which is kind of ironic. But as that particular guy happened to be going through the courthouse, and the, uh, the sheriff, well, the uh, deputy chief called me in, and he was like, "You yeah, know, I got a got a complaint against you." And, and uh, make the ice man, <laughs> and uh, he ran it down, he was laughing the whole time. And uh, he, <laughs> the guy was, well, the ice man don't know how to talk to people, he's an asshole, he's a prick, and da da da. <laughs> and but, but I knew how to talk to people, you know, I just learned how to
2: ignore the bullshit. you know, because that's basically what it was. I think I was polite, didn't I? I don't even think I, I, I wasn't full on. Iceman mode on him. No. You, he was just a dumbass.
3: I just remember, I think I might have been off on vacation. You were working by yourself and down, way down the River Road, they had the domestic you
2: had to go to by yourself. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's when I was getting ready to mace the whole entire family. Right. Which is I, about
3: 40 people at the
2: time. Yeah, well, I was by myself took on a domestic, no backup. No, actually, I was on the other side. I was on the west side that night. And you were by yourself. I, by myself, and I could, on a whole area. Yeah. What what backup? What close backup was an hour out, probably. Yeah, some, something like that. If they could find you, well, uh, well, that I couldn't find it.
3: Well, I know that's what I was getting because dispatch was telling you, well, it, it's where so and so lives, and you're yeah. like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, so and so,
2: you know. Well, the address she, said, <laughs> she could. well, it's close to this address. Well, I'm gonna tell you what. The close address they were saying to was half a mile away. Right, it wasn't close. And he said, "I don't remember. It's it's close to Uncle Willie's house." I'm not local. I don't know who the fuck Uncle Willie is. I ain't helping me none. Yeah. You calling me saying this woman's getting choked to death in in a tent in the woods that they're living in, and I show up. I got to walk back there because you'd need a pontoon boat with four-wheel drive connected to it to get down this driveway because I couldn't even get my Tahoe down at the time. And when I do get back there, it's me, the woman that just got choked. I think she had like four fucking dogs. And the dude's whole entire family, I don't know if it was different generations or all in red some same generation or not, but like 20 or 30 of them motherfuckers out there, Including like the six year old. So I'm thinking, I'm going, to, if I got to fight this son of a bitch because he's acting an ass, they all going to jump in. So I pulled my spray out and I'm like, I was going to, I said, well, I can, I'll just have to justify the reason I just sprayed this six or seven year old kid too because I was just going to take the whole bunch of them out. Thank God I didn't come down to it. God decided to come peacefully again. I think it's that wrath face I have, that resting asshole face I have just standing there. So. That he could, ended he ended up doing something like, to do with it. You know? He he ended I think he ended up doing like like six months on that domestic violence shit too. So yeah, that that was fun. Especially when you back up, like I said, you, only real backup would be like an hour away. the backup that was close wasn't gonna fucking help me out. No, no I don't think they could have
3: found it if they tried, to be honest <laughs> with you. They're telling you go down past Uncle Willie's and turn right by the dead armadillo in the road and Yeah, and the raccoon in the tree. <laughs> But that you know, you you mentioned pepper spray. It, it just kind of reminded me of another funny story because you know, like I said back then, you know we'd work extra duty and there was a bar um, downtown by LSU and we were working the parking lot security. Me and another uh, officer, and at that time <laughs> they didn't even have pepper spray out. ASR hadn't even been been out in law enforcement, but I had this long can of this OC spray that somebody gave me, you know, which you're not supposed to carry. Oh,
2: that old bear spray that yeah. used to make it to the, the bear deterrent.
3: Right, just the irritant to make some cough and cry and all that stuff. So, you, you know, you, you're a rookie in your gun. Oh, yeah, you know, I'm going to carry whatever I can. Well, I put that thing in my front pocket and we were out there.
2: I look like he had a big dick.
3: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, I was a decoy, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I had that thing in my front pocket, and these two girls, I guess they were college girls, got into it, and they, they were catfighting. One of them landed on the ground, and I went down on the ground to hold her because she was the more aggressive one. And when I when I squatted down, I don't know what it was, hit it, but it sprayed inside that pocket right towards the middle of my Fruit of the looms. So There's not much left to the imagination there. Well, as soon as we could code for and clear out the parking lot, and of course we didn't charge them, you know, I had to, I had to uh, haul ass to the IHOP like the Roadrunner and and go in the bathroom and uh, I guess I'm gonna to wash off my manhood because it was
2: burning. <laughs> you maced your dick and <laughs> your nuts. Yeah, mostly my nuts, but uh, <clears <So> <clears <throat> excuse me, I had some hot balls that
3: night. Yeah, I. I ended up throwing that in the bottom of the garbage can.
2: Not to my nuts, but the uh the <laughs> the, the O C spray in the bio <laughs> so, You're lucky it wasn't uh, old shit, not that new shit they got out uh, that's oil based and oh, stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
3: That that would have been a nightmare.
2: Yeah, it's pretty good. I've never I've had some fucked up shit with mace, but I ain't never maced my my own nut sack before. Yeah, well like I said, uh, it wasn't the O C pepper spray, which but well, I carry that freeze, the OCCS mixture. Right, the freeze. That's what I'm talking yes. about. Yes. This is just plain, basically tear gas and a spray canister. If you spray a mad, a mean dog with that shit, don't. Let me tell you what. It just pisses the dog off more. He might back off for like two seconds. Then he comes back and really wants to bite you. And also... We always call them chicken frogs. You know the big old bullfrogs, ones you can eat the legs on? That's right, people. In Louisiana, we eat the, the, the frog legs. We eat the legs off the frogs, okay? Tastes like chicken. Nothing in Louisiana safe. <laughs> you know which frogs I'm talking about? Yeah, you're talking about the bullfrogs in the yeah. swamps and Yes. Stuff. Okay, yeah. Freeze has no effect on bullfrogs. So You can squirt it right in the face and it just looks at you. Don't do nothing. So you've done some research on this, yes. What, what well, else have you? Uh, it's like right? when, when you got the, when we got this shit as rookie cops, you wanted to spray every fucking thing to see what it worked on, right? Yeah, yeah. Don't work on dogs; pisses them off more. It, it don't work on frogs. It works really good though when the guy you're working with like runs in the bathroom and you squirt the shit in the top vents for his air conditioner. <laughs> <sitting there. laughs> Or right under their door handle. It will kill a mole cricket. I know that much. A mole cricket. Yeah, a mole cricket. Oh, that's that's one of mm. them ugly looking
3: crickets. You need to them. Google it. It's, it's really a gnarly looking little creature, but it will
2: kill it. I'm gonna have to get updated back up on my Discovery Channel. No, my 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 wife over here is shaking her head like she knows what a mole cricket is, and she's like telling me, <laughs> I know. Too much shit about nothing that I don't even know about, but she knows what a fucking mole cricket is. Go figure. Well, I'm not going to get it in between you and your wife, Jack, oh, um, I, I never knew what they were called. I've seen them before. I just thought it was like a, a zombie-looking fucking cricket. That was just really funky-looking. That's yeah. a new way to look at it. Yeah, it's a zombie cricket. Yeah. Shoot them in the head. That's a i am tased a you're, dog you're, before. You're, you're a firearms instructor, <laughs> but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to be able to hit a little fucking cricket like that when I was fucking out like an Uzi or some shit. Well, that's why we give you like shotguns. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, you tased the dog. Poor dog. Yeah, yeah. I I had to go on a call where
3: he tried to bite the neighbor on the lawnmower. And he come easing up on me, little German shepherd. And I didn't, you know. really least you didn't kill it. No, I, the taser worked. Dog took off. Everybody's like, why didn't you shoot him? I said, well, I got a taser. What If I would have shot him, I would have said, why didn't you shoot? Why didn't you tase him? So, you know, it's damned if you do, damned if you don't.
2: Yeah, I don't, I don't like shoot down. I totally necessarily have to.
3: Right. If they're suffering or something to the effect where a lady hit a deer one night and it was, you know, laying in a ditch and yawning and all that stuff. The deer or the lady? The deer. <laughs> the lady was crying. <laughs> she done hit Bambi, I guess. Yeah,
2: well, out in that area, that's a lot, lots of deer. There's lots of critters. Lots of deer. Last time, it's been a long time since I worked there. At, I think working night shift, I was patrolling. I think I counted four armadillos, three raccoons, two, two skunks, and a fox. And that was all in about a Three or four mile circle I made. <laughs> did you? Didn't you have an owl one night fly at you? No, landed I landed on your windshield or something. No, that wasn't me. That must have been somebody else. Uh, I had the owl. Are you? You were leaving out
3: here going to work.
2: You, I, no, I was. Yes, I was coming to work, and the owl hit my wind. <laughs> no, it bounced off my windshield. The owl did. Yeah, they got a wingspan, don't they? Yes, I'm just glad they didn't come through the windshield. That they I've seen them. Come through windshields before. See, I've been having to deal with a lot of fishing people lately. Running them no, off from that certain they, area,
3: they they close it down. They they shut the gates. And they were doing some construction up in there.
2: Leave yeah, oh. it locked all damn time. Right. That's right. so what I did when I got called out there and I had to write these people a little trespassing summons. Right. I found out who which one of them nine one one people saw it on the camera. And I put their name in the report so they gotta fucking come to court too. On their day off. Exactly. <laughs> so that's how next time you gotta do that, that's how you fix it. But I'm sure Tomcat misses me not being his partner because I was a good type of partner. We come to work in the morning, we stop at the same location, get our coffee, but once we got to the substation, I cook bacon and eggs and and toast and shit every morning for breakfast for both of us. Now you ain't got nobody to cook him breakfast no more. <laughs> that, that is true. That's true. But uh, I was like, every now
3: and then I'll, I'll get a can of potted meat. I won't. I won't eat it.
2: But you know, I'll just you, you know, just hold I, it to remember me by. Yeah, in your I, honor. I, I yeah. love potted meat. Potted meat and crack. He's picking on Hey, me. potted meat one night for lunch, and he's like, "What the fuck you eat?" I'm like, "Potted meat." But people eat Vienna. It was like, oh, I don't like potted meat. I'm going to eat Vienna sausage. You're just eating fucking potted meat on Viagra. Well, yeah, that's true.
3: But If you would have whipped out sardines on top of the potted meat, I, I think we would have had an issue. I've eaten
2: sardines before out there, though, too. Remember that? Yeah, well, I wasn't there. Well, mm-hmm. I've eaten sardines before. They're, they're delicious in the water. I don't like them in the mustard. Yeah, well, out there in, in, in God's country, you probably had about 40 cats around your unit when you popped open that sardine can. Tell you what,
3: better than the coyotes. Speaking of sardines, and you were, you were speaking of funny stories earlier, you know, the agency I, I worked for prior, we had 11 people on the shift, which three were supervisors. You always had in one group an ass clown that, that was a prankster. And um, this guy, he was one of a kind. He was so le- low-keyed and quiet and calm. You, you, you never – never know he was up to something but he would he had a slim jim and he'd get the roll. you had to go to roll
2: call not like us we go ten eight over there i want to interrupt you a slim jim he's talking about not the kind that you oh yeah open up and eat <laughs> for civilians hey listen it's what we call a device we use to open locked car doors yeah. and stuff like that Go ahead. <laughs> They're going to think, what the hell's he got a Slim Jim for? <laughs> How do you open a car with a meat <laughs> yeah, stick?
3: I guess you eat that after you open it. Yeah. Car. But he would, he would pop your trunk. I mean, he'd pop your car lock and, and, and then lift your hood and open a can of sardines and put it on your exhaust manifold. <laughs> and, you know, like out here in Louisiana, June, June, July, August, it's, it's hot, and to say the least. So that would get really foul smelling. But this guy, like I said, he was a prankster. And there was another guy on the shift that he was kind of strange, you know. You always have the strange one and the prankster and he wasn't like real, how you say it, uh in the team. He was more like anyway, he would oh you know, I'm gonna call him D would always sneak out there just for roll call and, and spray paint the guy's headlights black, you know, on night shift. <laughs> And, and I would never really want to piss him off because the, uh, the the area I worked in, the, the uh, precinct, the uh, uniform patrol commander office was there. So you know, we rotated and was on day shift, and so OD he didn't care too much for the uniform patrol captain. So he'd slip in the bathroom. There's this one stall, and the captain come in there every morning, get his coffee, and grab his newspaper and go in there and I can take a dump. So the, the captain would go in there and take a dump in the morning and read his newspaper and drink his coffee. So old D would sneak in there and just before he'd come on and uh, coat the toilet seat with oil of wintergreen. So uh, that happened about once or twice before he caught on. I guess his ass was so blistered it had
2: to hurt. But like it, I said, it smelled good then. Though. Yeah, but like wintergreen spearmint, kind of like skull. No,
3: huh? oh. <sighs> but the funniest one, and I laugh even every time I, I I say it because, and I really thought of it just now, being you know Motor Cop Chronicles. Um, there was a officer. Um, I'm gonna call him P, but he was on motors, and P, uh, he, uh, he was. Uh, he had a cleft palate, he had the surgery, but you know, he still had the opening in the roof of his mouth. You but facially wise you couldn't tell that, you know, he was a hair lip. And uh he pulled over this guy and wrote him a ticket. Well, the guy he pulled over was, was also a hair lip. So and back then this chief, he uh he felt that if a, a citizen took the time out today to go all the way to the headquarters to complain on one of his officers. He's going to call that officer in, and, and they're going to settle this dispute in his office. You know, To hell with IA, which is internal affairs, okay? Because <laughs> uh, I knew you was going to uh, come in and <laughs> elaborate on that. But anyway, so uh, P goes walking in the chief's office, and the, and the guy making a complaint points at him and goes, that him, that's him, you won that? The one there. And P looks at him and goes, that's the one. What? I mean, it's just—I just crack up every time. I Just thinking about that.
2: He thought he was making making yeah. fun of.
3: Them. He thought he was making fun of. They're but, making fun of each other, right? That's him. That's him. That's the one. That's the one. What?
2: I guess he didn't get in trouble.
3: No, but I bet that was a. Now that you mentioned it, that was a, that had to have been a. a Awakening moment. I'd like to, I'd like to be a fly on the wall to see the look on the chief's face and, oh, yeah. and the, the complaining, and, and, and as far as P goes, too. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, we're going to do my little rant real fast. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah. Ah, oh, shit. Here we go again. This morning, on my way to work, it didn't totally piss me off. But it's like, of course, you know, as usual. Sixty mile an hour in the fast lane. I knew it. I yeah. knew. It. I was about to say that. Yes. Sixty. <laughs> me, me, and Tomcat travel, live in the same area, but to travel back and forth to where we work at. So, I I, had, I go a little farther than he does, but he has to deal with the shit too. Well, I knew that was coming. <laughs> but this fucking it is it it's it just like this fucking Jeep Cherokee, older piece of shit looking car.
3: Let me guess. Had Texas plates.
2: No, he had Louisiana tag, but he had about 20 of those little fucking Louisiana State Trooper support boot stickers on the back of his windshield. Then he also had a, I back the blue and blue lives matter sticker. I'm like, look, I appreciate it. You know, thank you so much. But if it matters so much, get the fuck out of my goddamn (laughs) way. I mean- it wasn't just me. I'm fucking every, this is, you know, six o'clock in the morning, you know, people going to work and shit. Every fucking body's passing this motherfucker
3: up. And
2: when I go by, I look at him. Of course, you know, he's double fisted on the, handlebar, I mean, the handlebars, the steering wheel and looking straight ahead. And it's like, God, where, is, where these fucking people come from? Where did these people come from? It's like you haven't noticed like every single fucking person and the kid on the fucking hoverboard just passed you on the interstate. <laughs> you yeah. need to get out the fast
3: lane. The dragonfly just passed you. Know yes. So he
2: had a dragonfly pass on my, my granddaughter and her tricycle just fucking passed this motherfucker up. So somewhere for, I was mad. It's just, he had all these fucking stickers on there. It's like, God damn, dude, just, get, just pay attention to so get the fuck out the way a little bit. So,
3: yeah. You ever think those people may have like a GPS and it says stay in this lane, <laughs> and they don't they don't realize that they can switch a lane or two,
2: you know, just for the, the like this, the interstate split somewhere. I, I don't know. I, Google let me tell you something, from people. Google and Siri, they fuck up sometimes. Okay, we had the interstate shut down one time, not too long ago. And this lady comes by, and we tell her how to get around which way she needs to go, complete directions. All she had to do was go up straight, take a left, take another left, and she'd have been right back where she had been. It was, it was a big block, but it's probably 30, 30 miles or so, but it's not that difficult. It's not, well, like, it's not like you were in a city. We were on the, the north end of the parish. Well, a while later, here comes the same lady back again. She stops, we give her the same directions again. Well, a third time she comes back in about an hour. I'm like, lady, why do you keep coming back over here? Well, that's the way he keeps telling me to go. He who? Because we had some other people stationed, you know, helping direct traffic. Like, hey, he who? Uh, the the Google guy. I'm like, The GPS? Well, I said he—he he don't know what the fuck he's saying. You he need to—I told you three times which way to go. Obviously, he don't know what he's talking about. But instead of listening to the human being, she's gonna keep following the the Google voice man, and she's driving around the fuck. She spent an hour driving around fucking circles listening to Google. It's like I bet you if that was a big cliff right there, you just drive the fuck off of it, wouldn't you? This is there you go. I'm doing your sound effects for you. You do my sound effects. <laughs> What's that the Black guy on Police Academy That used to do that shit Oh he was good He was funny (laughs) From all you youngsters out there You need to go watch Police Academy Oh yeah Yeah. The the original one The first one Watch the first one Yeah Yeah, well A lot of these sequel stuff Isn't as good You know That, that That is true It's like how they They tried to remake Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory They just ruined it Johnny Depp Could not play Fucking Willy Wonka It was horrible Horrible movies. The, re, the re, redo of it. The redo's but Thank God I never tried to redo The Wizard, Wizard of Oz and screw that shit up. Yeah, but Dawn of the Dead redo was, was great. I have to put that in. Well, I see you, you survived the zombie apocalypse okay, right? So far. Yeah. Don't get bit. Oh, yeah. I I haven't wore a mask one time. I gonna lie, I hadn't put a fucking mask on one time, this whole entire deal here.
3: I have when I found out that the uh there's three hundred something cases just in one little area over there, which turns out to be the prison, but
2: <laughs> it's not a prison. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that at first. Don't go to prison. <laughs> You'll be okay.
0: So.
3: <laughs> but now you you you're talking about the lady listening to the little voice and how many wrecks? Yeah. I almost said signal twenties, but how many wrecks you been on? And, you know, the cars are all flipped, smoking; and they're on fire. The fire trucks are there, and was the road's completely blocked. And some jackass will just ease up there and roll the window down, and well, I can't get through. No, <laughs> well,
2: what happened? And a helicopter crashed. Shark attack. It's a shark. I've given people a shark attack excuse before. Like it's a shark attack you got three barricades out, two cops sitting out there. I like, I can't turn here. Oh, no, you can't. Actually, I had a guy, guy recently when we were setting shit down. He pulled up. I'm not going to say the name of the plant or nothing, but he pulls up and, and like tells us, Well, I work for so and so. Okay, you want a lollipop for that shit or what? I mean, so. I work for somebody, too. You don't see me. You know, you're special. The only way I'm opening this barricade with somebody if it's President Trump. And I might not do that right now because I ain't got my stimulus check yet. Still waiting. Not going to say no more. Yeah. yeah. I but, need to be stimulated. But yep. <laughs> <laughs> working the LSU
3: football game one, one night, it was cold, and the area works was a was a handicap lot. It was called the pool lot. And we would have barricades, because you said barricades, you'd have them flares, flares with the nails in them. At the ones you actually got a light. Right, and you stick them in the, well, here come this drunk guy down, bebopping down the road, and we're standing there, four of us. And we're trying not to pay attention too much, because, you know, they want to come up. and Don't make eye contact.
2: Yeah, that is all it is, you know.
3: This, you know? And anyway, he, He grabs one of them flares off the barricade and sticks it under his jacket. And he's walking down the road. It's dark. The one that was lit? The one that was lit. And it was just glowing. And I was like, we'll be getting him out the ditch third-degree burns. How long did it
2: take him before he ignited? (laughs) (laughs) Those things burn hot. If people don't know, those (laughs) things burn, like, super hot. And the smoke, too. Cause it's like phosphorus or something that's in that stuff. Yeah, phosphorus. It's something. I don't know. It's just fucking hot. It'll burn the fuck out of you. We're going to take a commercial break real quick. Y'all sit back. and We'll be right back.
1: Stand by. We interrupt this program for an important announcement. Ladies and gentlemen, are you standing by? A very important message is coming. Are you still standing by? We interrupt for this breaking news. Breaking news.
0: Breaking news.
1: There's a podcast that happens on Saturday night that you need to know about. All right, can I get out of serious mode? Let's go to Goofy. Okay. <clears throat> Make sure to listen to Louisiana Saturday night. Robert and April are your hosts and they talk a lot about current events and occasionally they'll have a guest and include them on the conversation. It's raw, it's blunt and explicit. <laughs> well, if there is one thing I know and that is I like dirty. Uh, anyway, Ah-cough. It's for anyone who wants to have fun and not take life so seriously. And God knows we need that these days. Robert and April on Louisiana Saturday Night. Check them out at louisianasaturdaynight.podbean.com.
2: All right, we're back from break. Y'all go check Robert and April out. They're going to be on uh, an upcoming episode here. coming to the clubhouse to... Record an episode with us; that'll be lots of fun. They want to get Bam involved in it, so let will see what kind of good luck they have in that shit right there. That's gonna get real, huh? I'm trying to get it real. <laughs> she thought it was easy sitting behind this microphone at first, and she realized it wasn't quite as easy as she thought it was at first. Oh, Bam! huh yeah. Oh, yeah. She she realized it when she got her little thing. Look, I got a in the news story here going on I don't know if you've even heard of this one I kind of try to look up different shit this is about a centuries old law against cursing in public that's been repealed this was in Virginia in Virginia letting F-bomb fly in public can get you slapped with a $250 misdemeanor fine I'd be fucking broke if i lived <laughs> in Virginia, I'm gonna tell you that. You'd be getting payday loans. <laughs> yeah. It been it's been illegal in Virginia since seventeen ninety two when the <laughs> fine was eighty three cents. I think in seventeen ninety two that was probably a lot of money. Yeah, probably eight hundred and thirty dollars back then. Uh recently the legislators said to hell with the anti swearing law and voted to repeal it. It's just waiting on the governor. Ralph Northam's signature to say fuck it, huh? Say fuck it. We're gonna say fuck it. If he signs the bill, they will be legal to curse to their hearts' content starting July first. It, it don't. They said that the law hasn't been seeming to stop many people from cursing in Virginia, though. Probably not. I wonder if it's like if you say. Oh, you dumb fucker,
3: you're a stupid ass bitch and all this. Is that one charge or is it is there certain
2: words that- move be- a charge for each yeah. cuss word? Yeah. It yeah. said in Arlington County in Northern Virginia, only three people have been charged with cursing in two years. Just <laughs> fucking a lot, just period. Yeah,
3: same newscast is gonna say Iceman and Bam riding the motor the Harley through Virginia, five hundred counts of Yeah. <laughs> At one gas station.
2: <laughs> the oceanfront area of Virginia Beach had on uh, no cursing signs on its boardwalks. It says you can even buy a replica of the signs in gift so- shops to encourage courteous language in the family friend- friendly area. I'm tongue tied on that one. Well, my defense would be Your Honor, and with COVID 19, I wasn't around nobody. So
1: there's, yeah.
3: there's
2: no victim. There's one of the uh, sponsors of the bill. He's a farmer. (laughs) said, when you're working with cows and a 14-pound hundred animal that don't want you doing something to it, stomps on your feet, every once in a while you might have to say a cuss word. Define cuss word. Fuck, shit, (laughs) god damn it. They list that? No, I'm just, I'm ad-libbing this moment right now. They saying it actually was uh, violates your free speech. It's unconstitutional law that's been on the books for as forever over there. That's why we can't charge people for public intimidation anymore. Yes, the two Democrats and five Republicans voted against it, but they were outvoted. Obviously, uh, on Wednesday, state lawmakers up there also voted to to repeal a law. Wait on this one repeal the law against fornication so if you were fucking in virginia and says fuck you were breaking two laws at the same time so it says you kidding no i'm not kidding. i'm looking at it right here defined as voluntary sexual intercourse by an unmarried person so as long as you're married you could fuck if you were unmarried in virginia it was against the law to fuck So I guess everybody in Virginia has got to get married to be legal to fuck. No, they just they repealed it. Now everybody can fuck in Virginia. But they did vote to keep the ban on spitting on other people, saying that was just yucky. It's legal to curse. It's legal to fuck in Virginia. Just don't spit on nobody. But meanwhile, it's still illegal curse in public in Mississippi. I did not know that. Wait, wait, wait. I was in Mississippi <laughs> recently and I'm pretty sure I said the fucking cuss words. And each cuss word costs you $100 or 30 days in jail.
3: So if you're in Virginia and you're fucking somebody and you say say my name, bitch, and you spit on them.
2: Well, you just can't get in trouble for spitting. That's it? Yes. <laughs> so just don't spit on them. Don't spit on them. And according to Georgia law, Uh-oh. using obscene and vulgar or profane language, is considered disorderly conduct in that state if you're in the presence of anyone under the age of 14. Yeah, i get in trouble for that one, too.
3: Yeah, let me see your ID before I curse you out. Yes.
2: Come here, you little motherfucker. How old are you? <laughs> you little bastard. So that's my in- <laughs> the news within day, was. That, that's pretty good. So if, if Virginia people? I, ain't no, I don't think we have anybody listening in Virginia. Oh, do we? Okay. Good deal. Well, I'm glad y'all can cuss and fuck now. <laughs> <laughs> but don't spit okay. on nobody but, while you're doing both. Don't spit on them. Especially, well, I've, you know, the porns of girls, like, like when they do nothing, the they go, and they spit on them dudes' dicks now when they're sucking on them and stuff. It's just nasty. I don't know why they do it. They, don't do it in Virginia. You get arrested. Don't spit on the dick. You got that, or anything for I, that man. Don't spit on anything <laughs> <in> Virginia. Fuck <laughs> it. Don't spit on it. We actually have lawmakers that do this. <laughs> well, that's, that's some smart people right there. Oh, we got like, I got 13 downloads in Virginia. So, whoever y'all are, <laughs> hey, you might not have any. I'm happy for you. I didn't talk bad about them because so I'm just happy they can they can say fuck and fuck at the same time. As long as, you know. My I, listeners my listeners might not have been married. See, I might have just helped them out. Gave them some information now. Write us an email. Let me know if I helped you out. <laughs> Love to hear from you. Or set my, you up. My Virginia listeners. That was just great. That was one of the better my better in the news. I remember a Sicker sticker said Virginia's for lovers. Yes, I think I saw that. I think, I think my mom actually had a t shirt and thing like when I was little. I never did quite understand it. But obviously, Virginia wasn't for lovers. It was a mistake because up until recently, you better not fuck if you weren't married, Virginia. Or spit on somebody. Well, you still can't <laughs> spit on them. I think you are obsessed with spitting on people. What was your obsession on that?
3: It's just nasty.
2: You keep bringing it up about the spitting.
3: I'm I'm referring to in the line of duty when, when you're making an arrest and some jackass spits on you.
2: You just no, I've never been spit on. I have once. We don't have those spitting masks like you saw on live PD. They stick them on in people's faces and stuff. We just use target bags. I'm just just joking. (laughs) We (laughs) don't (laughs) do that. That would be suffocation with. They do make those spit shield things, but I've never had anybody. I've had them threaten to spit on me before, but they never actually did it. I told them what was going to happen to them if they did do it. We won't get into that discussion on here. Don't
3: use target bags. Use pepper
2: spray that way. Yes. They can't see the spit. It's like Tabasco sauce for a spitter, but... No, no no spitting. Even when I worked at, in the prison system, I never got spit on or piss thrown on me or shit thrown on me. Thank no, God. I haven't had that either, so I'm... Um, Thank God. Now, I've seen people shitting themselves and doing some nasty shit. Yeah.
3: The fear shit. You know what that is.
2: Oh, they just shit themselves because they're scared?
3: Well, something that ain't shit yet. and when, <laughs> Example, when a canine dog got on a guy and it's, it's like... I mean, I guess we're getting kind of gross here, but it's, it's, it's really some foul stuff. And you got to put them in the unit to transport them. You just want to go by the car wash and hose them off, you know.
2: Yeah. They're supposed to be putting some of uh, those new plastic insert seats on some of them new units coming in with the drain hole. That would be awesome. you going to have a drain hole? Yes. You just like spray oh, hose. It's like it's got the molded seats in it and everything man technology it's awesome technology back to the future still waiting on the
3: sequel to that
2: no they had plenty of sequels on it they just had that that skateboard Marty McFly was on and just like that hover skateboard thing that's coming probably next week it'll be out <laughs> well I'm too old to fucking ride it now I'd fall down and break a hip or some shit I'd like to get that on film like <laughs> to your old ass on it then You go first. No, I'm not even gonna get on one of them. One of them little fucking hoverboard. No, you the ice man, you go first. I've seen seen too many grown people bust their ass on them. They get going pretty good on the hoverboard. It's the dismount that's bad. Yeah, it's not the fall, it's a sudden stop. Yes, it's just like a motorcycle crash. They were gonna find it, you just couldn't get off of it without killing yourself. And them kids just whip around you like it's nothing. So. I don't want to run it too long. we probably have to get the Tomcat back in the clubhouse with us for another episode of part two, Deuce. The yeah. Deuce was the number two. That just sounds like you know, just shitty right there altogether.
3: No, I thought you were fixing to tell me they an outlaw douches
2: or something. <laughs> no, no, no. But I don't eat pickles because of that shit, though. You eat pickle. Oh
3: my cheeseburgers! You, I do.
2: You eat douche pickles, and it's, it, I don't eat nothing in vinegar because that's what they used to eat use back like in the old days. Is you know, wa- you know, vinegar and water for douches. You're eating douche. You're eating food soaked in douche. Nasty. I shouldn't say this, but I'm going to go
3: ahead and write. And, and just so get you. it out. Just, just, <laughs> just. I got a, I got an older brother. We're 17 years older. He's older than me. 17 years older than me. And yeah, but he's still alive. Yeah. Okay.
2: That's
3: old. Yeah, I think he's got the record for the uh, asshole. But uh, long story short, Mom came up out in old country town and strict, strict Catholic. You know, they didn't, they didn't believe in birth control, none of that. You know. So uh, I said, Mom, why'd y'all wait so long to have me? She said, I, did, I didn't douche that night. I said, so, I'm a douche baby
2: you know, so. here, here, I forgot to douche. You could have been like douched away. I'm thinking you could have come up with
3: something better than that. You, know. you were an accident. Yeah,
2: you're an accident. I just, I forgot to douche and jump up and down.
3: Forgot to douche afterwards. So.
2: God, thanks, mom. This didn't need my fish. Oh, I was loved. Yeah. All right. Well, if you are a future motor cop, past motor cop, wannabe motor cop, a first responder wants to tell some stories, uh, hit us up on, uh, our Facebook motor cop chronicles or email us at motorcopchronicles@gmail.com. So, uh give us a five star review, write us a review and, uh, let us know what you think. Hit us up. We haven't got any emails from any guests or nothing yet. And always remember, smile, because the Iceman could be behind you. I'm
0: cranking up on the throttle. This is how legends are made.